Welcome, everybody, to Dead Talk Live. I am your host, Viz, and tonight we have three very special guests. We have Pierre Tsigaridis, Rebecca Kennedy, and Max Rancon with us. Guys, thank you so much for being here. The, they are from the movie Two Witches, which is now streaming wide on demand on the platform of your choice. Uh, this is a great film. I'm really excited to chat with all of you about it. First off, how are you guys doing tonight? Great. Thanks Thank for you having for having us. us. <laughs> yeah, congratulations on this film. It's something different uh, in a way that I really can't put into words. And Pierre, the way you deliver this to us uh, is really something special. You directed this film. But Max, I want to start off with you. Two Witches... Uh, was initially shown at the Salem Horror Film Festival back in 2021, yeah. and then it was released to the public uh, a year later. What was your reception going back to 2021 at that Horror Film Festival? Um, it was great. We uh, we had a blast. It was actually our first um, our first like festival. Um, we went there. Um, we thought it was really on brand for the movie because you know it's salem and we made a movie about witches and witchcraft so when we had the opportunity to premiere the film in front of people for the first time um uh, in salem it just it just sounded that's perfect, just perfect for yeah. us um we met uh we got a great uh vibe with Kay, the organizer of the festival and um and we're friends now and uh, uh she had us like um have a great um premiere really like the the we didn't know if the if the room would be full if, if there would be people coming to see our movie really it was kind of nerve-wracking when we got there because everything was really popping over there and you know all of these everybody was wearing like witches hats and everything it was on <laughs> what was the date was it october 1st or something it was october yeah. 1st yeah yeah, it was getting 1st, close to so. Halloween. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. definitely the right time, right place. And I'm glad you guys got to experience all of that. Now, Incredible. Rebecca, Rebecca, it is great to have you back with us. Um, you yeah. play Sasha. This Masha. Masha, sorry. Close. Sorry. I so even close. have it in my notes, too. Masha. Okay. <laughs> Masha, freaky, weird, socially awkward uh, witch. Uh, and she's not afraid to talk about the fact that she is a witch. Um, reminding your character reminded me of Carrie in a lot of ways. Now, how did you approach the mindset of Masha? Yeah, so she was so fun. I remember when reading the script, uh, I just thought like how how much fun this would be to explore. And as far as how I approached her, you know, because it's easy to see like exactly what you saw, right? Mm -hmm. The the bombastic part, the the witch part, the creepy, and all that is great. And all of that is uh, written in, Pierre had all that stuff, but he also had the underbelly. He had who, what she was really going through. You know, this was a woman that was lonely, felt lost, felt unseen, felt like no one really understood her and that's what she wanted. Yeah. So I started there. I started with the parts that I could relate to, which I think everyone can relate to that. You know, we all feel lonely at times. We mm -hmm. all feel unseen. We all feel like, um, you know, like people aren't really seeing who we are. So I started exactly. there um, with who she really was underneath. And then I was able to layer all of the other stuff on top so that, you know, hopefully we got a, um, 
you know, well-rounded character. Um, you did. You did. And I got to tell our audience, this film has like an amazing score on Rotten Tomatoes. And I, I normally really do not pay attention to any critics, but I agree with them on this one. Now, Pierre, you, as well as being the director, you were part of the writing team with Max and Christina Klebe. This film uh, can be seen as sort of two stories, uh, but they're not. They're really interconnected, but they're told in a, in a very unique way. How did you guys come up with this concept on how you were going to tell this story? Yeah, so we had, um, I had ideas, like initially I had ideas about like stories around me that I, that I was either told or that I had experienced that involved, you know, witchcraft and spells or, you know, like weird spiritual happenings. Um, so it's, I would say like, kind of like a lot of stuff is actually based on real stuff. Mm. And um, some stuff, for example, based on the evil eye, you know, folklore that my dad who's Greek would tell me. Um, I'm very well aware of that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I love that. So for example, the initial first scene, that's a story of my dad and my mom where my dad was like having a, um, a, a dinner at a restaurant with my mom. And my mom felt like there was like this older woman across that was looking at her weird and that would trigger her like some like nausea and sickness. Yeah. So that was like one story. I had a bunch of, 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 of stories like that. And it was like, I, the idea was to try to uh, have like this patchwork of story and make, try to, blend them together and make like a yeah patchwork of uh witchcraft stories mm -hmm. and make them you know uh makes make have them make sense all of them together and it um, does did you did, did you have any challenges when it came time to shooting on how you were going to interweave these two stories into one uh narrative yeah, I guess we I guess we had challenges. We had challenges because, you know, we were we were shooting during the pandemic, so we had like we had to stop at some point. So we would stop and then I would be able to edit. So then I would look at the things we have and the, mm -hmm. and then with Max and Christina we could like bounce or like especially with Max we would be on the phone and we'd be like, Okay, so then what if we just do this instead of that and, and so on. So yeah it worked out great now max yeah. uh going with the first half of the story uh paul and sarah what was your take uh you're part of the writing team what's your take uh in regards to their relationship okay explain to me how you see paul and sarah's relationship um are we uh so simon and sarah right are we simon and sarah yeah, I think it's Simon. It's si Simon. Is it Simon? Okay. So the, you, mean, you mean the first couple in the movie, yes, right? Yes, yes. I'm having a yeah, bad right, day. With, a I'm having characters. a bad day with character names. Let me tell <laughs> That's you. okay. <laughs> you already remembered our names, so you're good. <laughs> That's all that matters. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, my take on their relationship, I think, I mean, I think it's, it was, we're just trying to show a, a, a normal relationship of a couple and, and, and of a guy that's kind of, not really listening to his um to his girlfriend at the time like and who's not really listening to the way that she's feeling um because they're going through something new she's pregnant um he's not really on the same page with her and she's experiencing oh, something kind of terrifying yeah 
so uh it's hard for him to relate to her and um and to actually see what's coming so that's kind of interesting maybe he should have paid a little bit more attention to what she was saying instead of dismissing her constantly and that's kind of like the idea that we have for we had for simon it's like is this guy who doesn't believe really and mm-hmm. who's you know that that eternal skeptic and uh um who will actually pay uh the price for this oh yeah uh, at some point in the movie so yeah now pierre uh in your directing style i like how i don't even know how to describe it you do these quick takes from a person being normal normal face to this like sort of possession mode with the white eyes and sort of demonic looking face um Tell us what was your inspiration for wanting it to for you wanting it to direct it that way and to display it that way. Um yeah, so yeah, I I really like to put the emphasis on facial features because I think you know like a, a a facial expression is is really conveys more sometimes more uh, mm-hmm than anything else and even when we see like masks that are you know scary they're usually based off of facial expression anyways from from you know yeah so so the idea was to really yeah really explore that um i think my i don't know my my inspiration for faces like that i, I think would be well it was not just the faces it was the way like the 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 take went from a completely normal face to like instantly being possessed. Yeah. I found yeah. that very fascinating, and yeah. it really stands out. It really stands out that transition. Well, thank exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, there's you know, a face like there's like so many muscles on a face that you know can do so many intricate things. Um, that I I think um, it was it, it's interesting to like you said, to do the transition from a, you know, like a relaxed face that's normal that everybody's like, you know, is, is used to seeing, especially on an actor that, you know, mm-hmm. that's been playing the scene and then something, something is really a, like a twitch or like a, like flexing the muscle a certain way. Um, there was one time, for example, I was at a party and there was this, this, um, this person in, in the hallway and, it was like it was like this guy and he was like standing still and as i walked by this guy like started to he wanted to puke but he started to do like this really unexpected face of like mm-hmm. this really like contorted face i remember and i remember that image being like so striking and, and it's like the guy was about to puke but it actually was scary yeah, because, yeah I could totally because see the transition that. was unexpected and i think um so that would that you know I think that's it. I think you. I think you hit the nail on the head. It's the unexpectedness of it, as well as the 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 Mm -hmm. fast. That's something that we talk about all the time with Pierre when we're trying to like think about something scary. It's like we always say like the most unexpected thing is always the scariest. So a movement that you don't see much or something that would be weird for someone to do is always something that gets you know like yeah. it shocks your brain so it's scarier yeah i yeah. totally there's agree. also um, people you know people sometimes that are addicted to like drugs like heavy drugs um they have like little um they're almost like people that have Tourette's you know they, they'll do yeah. weird faces you know that's something they can't control Tips some, when and they're stuff like, like when they're that. like in withdrawal or something you know mm-hmm. and uh 
and again it's like faces that have nothing to do with the situation so then it's like a phase that comes out of nowhere and yeah and that in yeah. itself makes it pretty scary mm -hmm. now rebecca masha comes across uh as a person who thinks she's invincible she can do whatever she wants because hey i'm a witch i can do whatever mm -hmm. i want i am untouchable uh, until she comes into that confrontation near the end with uh, Dustin. Did I get that character's name right? Yes. Oh, did. God. Thank God. First time. All right. Now, in that confrontation with Dustin, you show us this look on your face of, of basically coming to reality and fear, the fear that was in your face. Wow. What an emotional, powerful emotion. Um, thank you. For me, you know, that showed the naiveness to Masha. Uh, do you agree with that? Is she naive yeah. to the world around her? I think so. I think so, absolutely. I think um, that she, at that point, was uh, thought that she was very powerful. I mean, look what she had done to Christina's, you know, my roommate, Rachel, her mother, you know, yeah. and, and what I had done to Rachel. You know, the movie's been out long enough, so oh, yeah. try not to spoil, but, you know, so at that point, I think, you know, come at me, but I don't expect it. I don't expect him to just to actually come at me. And then and then, like you said, I realize that I actually don't know really what I'm doing mm -hmm. um, and I'm not prepared and I'm not. And I'm still, you know, that that girl that is scared and lonely and vulnerable and doesn't know what she's doing is still underneath. And that's when she comes out is at the end. And does that also explain, in your mind, her infatuation with her roommate, Rachel, which is played by Christina Clubby? Is that why she's so infatuated with her, obsessed, stalker-like with her? Yeah, I think so. I think she wants her life. She sees that she has a boyfriend who loves her, and she has parents that love her and care about her, and she has a life. She has friends. Um, people don't think that she's weird. People don't say that she's weird. <laughs> and so she wants that life. And of course, you know, of course, Masha obviously goes, you know, way too far. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, she sees this person that has the life that she wants. And so it's like, well, why not take it? Absolutely. Now, uh, Max, uh, Pierre told us about his research into witchcraft. How about you? Did you do any kind of looking into the history, you know, with the Salem, what happened in 1692, or any other kind of witchcraft for this story? Yeah, I mean, uh, to different level levels, like, of course, always interested in the Salem trials and, and you know, all of the, the actual folklore around witches and witchcraft. At the same time, I've um, I've always been, like, a, a, a big fan. It's not it's more PG than uh, Two Witches, but I've always been a Harry Potter fan. Like, that was one of my oh, of course. Um, favorite introduction as a kid to the world of wizards and and, and witches. And I th I've always thought that there was, like, this these crazy stories to say about this. And being a horror fan, um, obviously, like, we were interested into, into the darker side of of witches like with movies also like you know like uh the witch or you know like uh, the craft and yeah. and things like that uh, the blair witch project like all of these things that really kind of you know made us fans of the genre altogether. and it was it was really cool to be able to get on a uh to, to give a, a take on on this universe and do it in a in this kind of crazy way you know 
And even in the Harry Potter movies, you have to admit, as each movie progressed and you get to the last one, they got darker and darker and darker. Absolutely. You got there's to the this last whole one. thing. There's this whole thing about like the the fight between uh, evil and the the good, right? Like the 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 the, the wizards that are nice and the wizard that are that are bad, and mm-hmm. and that's definitely something that we we plan on on you know talking about in the sequel of Two Witches, and it's something that we want to uh, bring up to the screen because I, I love the way that you say like Masha and her awkwardness and everything, and I I always say that. You know, the way that Masha is getting her power and everything, she's so awkward because it's kind of like this puberty type of moment where yeah. she's getting powerful and she doesn't know what to do with her powers and she's experimenting and she, you know, do, do, does some goofy things and dangerous things and everything. And it's like, that's what the first movie is about. And that's why it's kind of also the movie, the way it's made might feel a little awkward to some people, but it's kind of to the image of Masha becoming a... Um, a real witch and now the story can really begin okay yeah definitely and we're looking forward to that and by the way at the end of this movie this is a little bit of a spoiler it does say to be continued so there is going to be a two witches part two which i'm really excited about now pierre uh this movie has its fair amount of gore okay um Normally in witch type movies, it's really not associated with that much gore. I'm not saying this is blood from start to finish, not in any way, but it has its good fair amount of gore. Uh, what made you feel it necessary to put in the amount of gore that you did? Well, I didn't really think it like that. I feel like I was more in. I was more thinking like, how can we show witchcraft in a in a under a different light from mm-hmm. you know the stuff we we have seen in the past so um how can we show like spells and nasty spells and and witches you know try to articulate witches a little bit more like slasher villains mm-hmm. you know that's why we have the first witch who's literally called the boogie woman woman because you know it's like a she's kind of like a a, a, a boogeyman and I, like uh, Friday the 13th, like she yeah. bulldozes her way through, you know, the, the the first part of the movie. So the idea was to show the effects of spells and and to make it, uh, you know, really fast paced and really more grindhouse kind of type of movie that we don't really see in uh, in witchcraft movies. You know, witchcraft movies usually they're kind of like slow paced, slow burn. Um, they're more about the things we don't see. Yeah, like more the, the witch is a perfect example of that. Exactly. So we kept the idea of like the evil witch, like in the witch or like the folklore, but we just put that on steroids with a lot of blood, like you would say. Now, um, I watch films, TV, everything I watch, I watch it with the uh, subtitles on. Not because I, I, I'm hard of hearing or anything. I just think that if you're watching it, there are some things that you miss in the dialogue, and that's why I've gotten used to watching with closed captions. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is, while watching this film, in the closed captions, the voice that we hear that's coming from the darkness is labeled as the devil, but it's not really referred to that way in the movie. What are yeah. your thoughts about that, Pierre? Is that accurate? Is that inaccurate? Or is that too much information for you to share right now? No, it's not too much information. I think I think it's more the devil as a... Metaphor? We don't really have a lot of Christianity in the movie or, or you know, we don't really put the stress on that. I think it's more like there's this dark 
uh, what's the word? Deity? Deity? Deity, deity, yeah. Deity, yeah. It's like this darker deity that actually looks like a woman. And um, I mean, so it's something, you know, unhuman, whether it's a demon or the devil itself. It's dark. Exactly. That's all that exactly. really matters. Yeah, and, that's what really matters. Now, uh, Rebecca, I want to throw the last question to you. We were talking about Gore just a second ago. You were put into some elaborate makeup, and you were a part of those special effects. Tell us what that was like. Yeah, our uh, makeup artist, K.O., did the, time about the burns at the end, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, she she did that on me. I, how long did it take here? About two and a half hours, I'd say? I think so, at least. Something yeah. like that. Um, she's incredible. I mean, she, she did all that, like, yeah, we did it in about two and a half hours, and then... Um, you know, that was definitely one of the challenging, uh, one of the challenging scenes only because like Pierre said, we filmed it um, during the pandemic. And mm -hmm. so um, we filmed, filmed everything separate. So I was by myself when we filmed that. And then oh. Pierre would tell me um, which way to look and like who I was seeing and where I was seeing them and what was happening. because I didn't have any of the other actors there. Wow. Um, so it was really cool to see that come together at the end because I had no idea exactly what, how it was So all the actors in that room were completely isolated in separate locations? Yes. And it was the same location, just not at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Same, same location, just not at the same time. Wow. Um, so... So yeah, so working uh, with the prosthetics and, and Pierre and Max are both really great at, um, and through the whole film about helping me, um, you know, figure out what, what, what looks good, how far I can go, uh, if I can go further, um, you know, making my face really be able to contort and uh, express whatever I was, you know, needing to express underneath it all. Um, so that was interesting. Um, I've worked with prosthetics before. Um, I've done full face, so it's always interesting how how you can contort them and how you can make um make different facial expressions now that you have something else covering absolutely so really um interesting and then uh of course the stuff that comes out at the end was like um i don't even know it was like bananas it, it was bananas it was bananas. Yeah. <laughs> um to that's, make that that's pretty creative <laughs> uh max before we go in talking about the sequel can you share what stage is it in writing filming ideas so yeah we're excited to we're excited to to give a little bit of an update because we have people asking obviously um we the movie is written we uh are planning on starting shooting by uh this summer if i'm nice. not saying anything uh, uh too crazy so it will definitely uh come out I would say hopefully the coming the year next year probably 2024. 2024 we'll see. Depending on the festival run and everything, like maybe 2025, but we will definitely be uh, sharing a lot of content around the movie and and, and everything. We're we're actually right now shooting a, another movie uh, with Rebecca again. Um, that's uh, won't share the title, but it will be it will be public pretty soon. Nice. Uh, but we're very very excited to bring this other film to the people who enjoy two witches and maybe the ones who didn't enjoy it also uh we're super excited to be working with rebecca again and with some great people and we think that this movie is going to make some people uh, pretty afraid yeah, <laughs> I'm, sure it's will. Fun. <laughs> I'm sure it will and i know i cannot wait i want to thank all you guys rebecca pierre max for coming on and sharing about the movie it's called two witches it is available right now 
on your basically your streaming platform of choice whether it's amazon apple tv voodoo it's there rent it buy it check it out you won't be disappointed it is fantastic film deep in story characters and some gore as well i want to thank our audience those of you who are tuning in live and those who will be watching this later on on behalf of rebecca pierre and max and myself stay safe stay walking good night everybody Thank you. Bye-bye.